L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, this is Jake Owen, and this is Good Company. Being good company. Welcome to Good Company, a podcast where we talk about everything under the sun. Friends, good times, and life. Being good company. Now, here's your host, Jake. All right, y'all, what's up? It's Jake. I am back for another episode of Good Company with Jake. And uh, today is, is something that's pretty cool. I wanted to um, I want to intro you guys to a friend of mine. His name is Mr. Larry Fleet. Hey, and, hey, hey. Yo, yo. And, you know, uh, some of you guys might have uh, might have already known the name Larry Fleet by perhaps if any of y'all followed uh, my Instagram page posted some live videos a little while back when we were sitting around a campfire out on my property and um i was uh we were in the studio larry was in town for the day and i said man you got to come in here and let's get you uh in front of these microphones and so you have a little bit better of a chance to intro yourself to those out there and that's what good company is all about that's what that's what this whole podcast started for was for me to talk about things that just interest me and things that are fun for those out there and good people and good stories and good conversation and uh that's what you are larry fleet man you interest the heck out of me because uh i i ran into you for the first time at a friend of ours um wesley finch's property and in, a, you, in a barn in a barn yeah. and you reminded me of me uh except you have a way better voice <laughs> and uh i was coming walking up to the barn and i I remember people used to say this to me sometimes. They they were like, "Man, I came in. I didn't know if like they were playing a radio or what." And and I'm like, "Oh, you know, thanks." I remember when someone used to say that as a compliment. And I was walking up that night, and I don't know what song you were playing, but I uh, it might have been a Stapleton tune or something. And I was like, 
damn. I'm like, God, that sounds good. I was just walking up, and I had no idea you were playing live. And I came in, and I saw you sitting over there playing, and I was like, who is this guy? And I could tell that everybody else in the room was saying the same thing. So, um, Larry Fleet, y'all say hey to Larry. This is Larry sitting here behind the mic. Yo, yo. Hello, hello, hello. And uh, I walked up. I said, man, I introduced myself, and you told me, you know, you tell everybody where you're from, man. What's, what, uh, what's your story? I am from White Bluff, Tennessee, which is Dixon County, but grew up right on the county line between Cheatham County and Dixon County. You know where Cheatham County's at. She, I know where Cheatham yeah. County's at. I live in Cheatham Stomping County. Stomping grounds over there That's now. right. Yeah. I don't know. I grew up there. I live in Chattanooga now. Didn't uh, didn't Vern Gosden, didn't he live in White Bluff? Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah. dude, what, Vern Gosden's like a hero of mine, yeah. man. So. That's, that's my guy, man. Yeah. Uh, there was a Creepy's Barber Shop. Which was, he cut everybody's hair. He had two hair. That's where he had that picture on his yeah. album, right? Yeah, that was in the front of the store. Chiseled in stone. Yeah, my mom would not let my granddad take me and my brother to get our hair cut by Creepy anymore because it was either a flat top or a buzz. I mean, that was pretty much all you got. Where where do you get your hair cut now? I do that in my own bathroom. Now, so, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, White Bluff, Tennessee, man. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Cheatham County, just right up the road. And it was just, I don't know, it was kind of... It seemed like one of those deals when I, I ran into you that day. I was like, I got to know more about this guy. So we uh, we kind of kept in touch, and you came out like I said to the farm, um, the while you know a little while back, and we sat around playing some songs. And it's been my goal to now to just help you get your name and your voice out to the people of the world, man, where they're able to hear you. And um, and I'm excited for that because your story, as your story goes, I mean, so tell me, so you you're in Chattanooga now correct mm-hmm. and uh you're over there making music at, at random wherever you're going playing you wherever know, so, they'll have me yeah, yeah. so give, give us your story man well uh grew up playing bluegrass one porch to another you know just what we could do and uh weekends and after church and whatnot and then i don't know probably 10 years ago i started writing for a couple of different companies you know one company at a time not right but, uh Started writing for a couple different companies so, through the years. Let me stop you there for a second. So, you know, like you say, you played bluegrass. You moved to town. You lived here. You're outside of Nashville, but mm-hmm. you came to town. You got a, you got a publishing deal or mm-hmm. something back in the day. Yeah, I got. Uh, I think I wrote five songs and uh, right. sat down with the with the label, and they were like, "You want to sign with us?" And I said, "Yeah, okay." So, and, did you get the whole rig and roll when you first? I mean, where because obviously, I mean, you had the voice in you've got now. People recognize that, but did you? Did you feel like when you you were saying earlier we were chatting? I mean, you got this deal, or you, you just did you feel like the whole the whole uh, formula was you get this deal and all of a sudden you're going to be famous? Yeah, like you're gonna uh, you're gonna yeah, go that was you're it. gonna go yeah. from playing bluegrass on front porches yeah. to playing arenas full of people. I remember leaving the office that day. And I was like, yeah, okay, let's do a deal. You know. I went straight to the bar that night, and I was like, "I'm famous," you know. Like, I, I made it, everybody. Hey, you guys have seen. You guys have seen that in this town. We got a couple other guys in the studio with us. Shout out Keith Coffin and John Anthony, who's always holding it down on this podcast for us. They're in the background, always making sure it sounds good. But these guys are Nashville cats, and they they know that. You know, we've all seen it, man. Oh, I mean, yeah. there's the you know people. You get a record deal, or you get a publishing deal, and. You think that that's it? I mean, that's what's gonna happen. You're famous oh, yeah. now because you, you, you know your your parents or your family or whoever they think you're famous. And, and yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? And everybody that you're friends with because you you have a publishing deal. You're legit. You know, you are bona fide now. And right. I, I, you couldn't tell me any different either. I thought I was it, and uh, I thought, well, 
okay, probably two or three weeks in, I'll have a couple songs cut and, you know, go out and buy me a, a Range Rover or something, yeah. you know, I'm going to be balling. And, uh, no, didn't work like that. But I actually worked for a, for a radio station here in town, and I remember they started laying people off, and that's whenever I got a pub deal was because I left there like a week later. I was like, well, i got to find something to do, you know. And first place I went, I got a deal. I had no songs either. I mean, I just started writing, and uh, they liked it, so they signed me. And then, you know, I did that for a while, and then started playing around. And this One is bar. pre. This is before you were married. Oh yeah, All right. Yeah, we've only been married for a little over a over year. Over a year, now. you're saying, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we hit hit the road. I'd play any bar, anywhere around, especially southeast. We we was tearing them up, and then uh, I signed another pub deal after that one was over a few years back, and then we had one song hit hit the radio but didn't do too well and it's, uh, it's that you that you were singing on or did yeah. you go yeah As i signed a pub deal first and then is there a place where as of right now without any new music out is there a, is there a place you would send people to i mean where you have your music out there where people can hear oh yeah itunes spotify right there's a there's five songs on there and you can listen to them as much as you want and, right uh, yeah and, and uh, tell your grandma and grandpa to go get them too right exactly spread yeah. the word yeah <laughs> so yeah, did that, learned a lot from it, and uh, I kind of took a step back, and for the past three years or so, I'm just kind of been working and doing the married life and the all-American dream. I but like, I, f- I sense it. That's why I feel like you're here, man. I feel like yeah. that's why I'm talking to you. I feel like I feel like when I met you, I don't know, you just struck a chord with me, man, on something where I, when I first moved to town, a lot of people don't know this about me, even though the story has been a bit misconstrued, but I moved to town. I dropped out of college. I moved up here, and uh, the f- I only had maybe like 800 bucks, I think, Tw- mm-hmm. 1200 at the max because maybe my dad gave me an extra 400 like which he was mad at me anyways for leaving college, but he was a supportive father, so he said, look, I'll help you out a little bit, but you're on your own. And I moved up here, and I needed somewhat, something to do with that money, and, and my mind – I don't know if it was just you you kind of have to see it to believe it or what, but I thought, well, if I'm going to go start a bank account, I might as well do it on Music Row because isn't that where the Music music Row people go, mm-hmm. you know? And and I was just always trying to think of ways to get myself in areas where I could at least be seen or heard. And I knew it wasn't going to happen in Tallahassee, so that's why I moved to Nashville. And then that first stop was that bank and walked in SunTrust Bank. Um, it was over here where Doc McGee's spot is now on the row. And I met this lady named Becky McElwain, and she was so sweet. She said, what are you here for? I told her. I said, uh, she's like, well, I'd love to hear your music sometime. I was like, well, it's really funny you ask because I got one in my pocket <laughs> right now. I got a CD. So I left it with her, and the next day, uh, very next day, she called, and she said, hey, there's a guy going to reach out to you from Warner Chapel Music. He loved your songs. Sure enough, the guy calls me. Um Says, hey man, I want to work with you. I thought I was freaking famous in a day, dude. Mm-hmm. And I, I, um, I called home to my mom and dad. Couldn't believe it. And I ended up working with these guys for uh, for a few months um, until way long story short, it just kind of it didn't feel right and it fizzled out. And I made a different move. But my point in bringing that up is, is that there's random reasons. If it wasn't for that lady in the bank, who I, by the way, Becky McElwain, shout out. Uh, she's still my banker to this day. I love her and her husband uh, very much. And um, they're just great people. But if it wasn't for her and it wasn't for her just kind of sensing something about me and helping me out, you know, I don't know where I'd be right now. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. 
One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. And um, so I feel like I've been lucky enough at this point in my life to have, like, whether it's this podcast, whether it's being out on the road, whether it's playing songs, I have this platform where I've been able to, when I see someone that I think is great, I just want to help them, man. Like, I'm not, like, there's, you know, the, this is a town full of people, of places that, like, look, at the end of the day, people are trying to make it, well, you're trying to make a dollar to, say, to do your family and everybody. But, like, I've never in my life chased anything based upon money. I've always done it because I've been interested in it. And I think it's all, and, and for some reason, money has come along with that. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting to me hear you say earlier when you're like, you know, I thought I was rich, I was going to get a Range Rover or something, <laughs> something like that. Like, I, I think a lot of t- people feel that way when they come to town. They see the business, they see these shiny buildings, they see the big dogs in the business mm-hmm. having nice things and going to parties at their nice houses and stuff. And uh, I, I, I think that's what misconstrues people's people's path sometimes and so i'm interested i'm interested in your story just where you you know after saying all that and where you are now i i I went off on this tangent because i said there's this fire i believe that i can see on your face man and inside of you that you want this to happen but i guess my question to you is how are you going to make it happen what what's your what is your thoughts from here on out and where you are now in your life you're married you you're not living in nashville you what's you know I know that puts you on the spot, but I mean that's life. Life's well, about being put on the spot, yeah. you know. The twenty-year-old self and then my thirty-year-old self is is so much different now. And uh, yeah, back then it was like oh, the shiny things, you know. And what 
what oh look at you know I'm gonna get to go to cool parties and we'll drive cool cars and you know all this stuff and now it's like you know what I would kind of like to just go home and uh, make a living doing what I like to do but it's kind of like this you you do plenty of charity work stuff too when you got a talent that you can use uh, and it costs you nothing to right. help other people out uh, that would be awesome like every year in November we would we would have a little show at the a bowling alley bar and i'd say look you know free cover charge or whatever just bring in uh you can either pay five dollars and put it in the pot or you can bring a toy in or whatever and we would raise all kinds of money and toys when i say all kinds thousand bucks or something you know yeah and give it to the local people there to to give it to the needy families and stuff for for the kids and i always thought man that was that's so cool but imagine what you could do on a an upper level right you know and that's something that i like that I look forward to now and didn't really know that I was doing that back then. But, um, so my ideas have changed and my motivation has changed. And yes, I, I'm, I'm married now. So we've been married for a little over a year. So now it's not me trying to take care of myself. It's uh, a family. And, uh, well, we have a bloodhound and my wife, so he, he eats more than my wife does. So, I mean, we got, you know, got to put food on the table. And so motivation is, is changed and, that's where we're at now. Well, yeah, man. I uh, I, th- I told you when I when I first met you, you know, you're married, having that having that wife, and it's important. As as I talked previously on my podcast before with my grandparents, they've been married for seventy years, and um, how important it is to take care of that relationship because I find that that happiness stems from your core mm-hmm. of what your values are, you know. And um, but I I wanted today before we got out of here to um. Maybe pick a song or two to let you sing it, sing on your tunes, um, because one thing that a lot of my fans and people out there know about me that they might not necessarily always get to hear from me on the radio is how my love for old school good country music, man. And when I heard you singing, I knew that you felt the same way about that. So uh, the other night we were sitting around the fire, and I just started picking this, and I, and, uh, I started singing, Hank, let's talk about your old daddy. Tell me how your mama loved that man. And oh, oh, Larry. Just break out the bottle halls. I tell you about the drifting cowboy band. We won't talk about the habits. Just the music and the man. Now, Hank. You just gotta tell me Did your daddy really write all them songs? Did he, man? I don't deserve no answer, Hawks Let's light up and just move along <laughs> Do you think he wrote them about your mama? About the man who done her wrong? Yeah, well, back, back then they called him crazy Nowadays they call him the same Most folks don't know they fired him from the opera That caused his biggest pain Well, if he was here right now, Bo Cephas yeah, Do you think that we be right? Do you think he might? Well, don't you know he would wall toss 
He'd be right here by our side. If we lived for sure in Provo, be, be the, the first, first one on the bus and ready to ride. It's ready to go, <laughs> Yeah, Austin. man. We could, uh, we could keep rocking on that. I'm going to hand you this guitar because I want you to, before we get out of here, I want you to play a tune, uh, uh, one of your tunes, man, that you just singing on. But um, it's exciting for me, man, to meet you and, and, and share you with the folks out there. Um, this year on the podcast, I wanted to make sure that, that, that people that I met like yourself, I got on here because, as we said, like having the platform to be able to do that. There's nothing that brings more pleasure to me than being able to introduce people to folks like yourself um, that are super talented and, and are great. And uh, we have the ability to do that. So, you guys, uh, thanks again, Larry Fleet, for coming by. Uh, this is Larry Fleet here. Uh, from Cheatham County, White Bluff, Tennessee, um, and he's going to rock you one of his songs. What are you going to play for us, man? I'll write you one called Die Young that I wrote. All right. I think you dig this. Yeah, man. Well, I seen the inside of a smoking bar. I play for tips in a pickle jar And I wondered how I'd pay my rent For ten damn dollars and fifty cents Well, I got busted for smoking pot In the Domino's Pizza parking lot And I did a little time in the county jail Till my daddy could come and pay my bill And it's all part of living this good life Standing in the spotlight And putting up a good fight And I don't give one damn what people say Yeah, I'm sure I ain't done it this way So live hard Live fast and die young. Yeah. Well, I tasted a thousand dollar glass of champagne, and I stayed up all night doing cocaine. I've been city worker poor, and I've lived in the slums. Been an honorary member at the country club And it's all part of on this good life and Standing in the spotlight And putting up a good fight And I don't give one damn what people say Lord, I'm sure Hank done it this way So live hard Live fast and die young Well, I walked with Jesus and I've told my God And he drowned my sins in my uncle's pond And I got a good girl that's waiting at home and she loves me no matter what I've done And it's all part of living this good life Standing in the spotlight 
putting up a good fight And I don't give one damn what people say Yeah, I'm sure I ain't done it this way So live hard, live fast and die young The Good Company Podcast coming at you one more time. We really appreciate you, Larry Fleet, swinging by, talking to us, Thank man. You, we're gonna try to we're gonna try to uh, sling you out there and get you heard by as many people as we possibly can, and then uh, yeah. I think you got it from there, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Again, people can find your music on uh, iTunes, Spotify, wherever uh, your favorite music is sold, played, or streamed. There you go. We'll see you guys soon, right back here on Good Company with Jake. Appreciate ya, yo. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.